Hi there, this is Ella Starr with your Key Races and Bets podcast for Saturday, August 20th, 2022. This Key Races and Bets podcast is brought to you by Amwager.com, A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com, a great completely legal online wagering website. Amwager.com has great tools and perks for the better. It's legal for residents of most states in the U.S. and covers most tracks in North America as well as many in the rest of the world. Check it out, amwager.com, where you can also get the written version of this podcast, the Key Races and Bets blog. You get it by going to amwager.com, clicking on How to Bet and All the Stars blog, and it's totally free. We're going to start this week with the Lake Placid Stakes Race 8 at Saratoga, post time for 26 Eastern. This race is mostly just a way to play doubles from this race into race 9, the Smart and Fancy Stakes, which has a large field and many possible contenders, so should not have a prohibitive favorite. And that provides value for double tickets. There are some plays we can make, and I'll get to those in a couple of minutes. With the Moonlight and Consumer Spending are the top two contenders here, opening at 9-5 to five and 7-2 to two respectively, so it's likely neither will be a good bet to win. With the Moonlight led in the stretch for settling for second in the Belmont Oaks in her North American debut, then won the Saratoga Oaks and improved as would be expected of a horse making second start in the U.S. She gets the rail and has superb tactical speed, so has about a 40% chance to win. Hence, her odds should be about 3-2. to two. But considering she was 6-5 to five in the Saratoga Oaks, even those odds aren't likely, and there's likely value, better value with the doubles using with the Moonlight. The other win contender, Consumer Spending, closed fast and wide in the Belmont Oaks, then passed on running in the Saratoga Oaks, Chad Brown was likely pointing to this race, and considering how well Myth with the Moonlight improved off the Belmont Oaks win, consumer spending has an absolute right to post the mile upset and win here, and fair odds would be about 9-5. to five. The main bet in this race, two bets actually, the first main bet is an exact box of with the Moonlight and consumer spending. I will consider a win bet on consumer spending at 9-5 to five or more with the Moonlight at about 3-2 to two or more, but that's unlikely, but I would do it. For the doubles, this is the main play in this race. In race 8, we're going to use With the Moonlight and Consumer Spending. And in race 9, we're going to use Change of Control, Fouette, Too Sexy, Miss J. McCain, Illegal Spile. Change of Control, Fouette, Too Sexy, Miss J. McCain, Illegal Smile. For the $1 minimum, that's a $10 bet. If you play it for $2 is $20, $5 is $50, and it could return a pretty nice payoff. We're going to take a pause for a second and go to the Soaring Free Stakes race 8 at Woodbine with a post of 442 because I think there's a nice play here. Philip, my dear, is a standout in this field of two-year-old Colts. He's one of the only three that have ever run on grass and one of only two to have won on the grass, which is where this race will be run. That win was tremendous and visually impressive as it came in his debut on July 30 where he was 8th of 10 for the first half mile for move quickly to third into the stretch and pulling away. Kazushi Kamura rode him First out and rides back, notably picking Philip My Dear over 94 Expos and over Stay Honor Good Side, both Cassie trainees, which Kimura rode to eight and four length wins. So it's a big play to get off the Cassies and ride here for the Atard Barn, picking the horse Philip My Dear to ride. Additionally, Philip My Dear is the best bred horse in the field, as Silent Name has had 37 horses run in Turf Sprint Stakes, 36 of those at Woodbine. And they've won 12 of the 36 races, 33%. Philip, my dear, is likely to only get better with the experience of a race under his belt and in a race in which seven of the other nine earned their only wins leading from start to finish 
All Kazura may need Kimura may need to do is take a backseat in the early stages and wheel the cold out to run by them all for the win. I like Philip my dear at nine to five or better. He's going to be a nice overlay anywhere near a six to one morning line, even three to one still. Big overlay nine to five or better for Philip my dear in the soaring free race and at Woodbine four forty two Eastern. Now I'm moving back to Saratoga for the Smart and Fancy Stakes race nine five zero two Eastern. Change of control just wanted somewhere to take the Colonial Downs has won nine of twenty eight on turf, banked eight hundred and fifty thousand. Two sexies, first or second, and nine of fourteen owns a win at the distance at Saratoga with Joel Rosario aboard who rides today. She ran fifth at some of these one last season in May, but was coming back from six months off, so can improve. Miss Jane McKay was beaten in a forest blanket finish in the grade three caressics under identical conditions four weeks ago after traffic trouble and illegal smile missed by head in the Galway stakes last year over the course at the trip as another with a shot. That's why those four were listed in the doubles starting in race eight earlier. However, that being said, the key to profit, either finishing first or second, is Fouette, opening at 20-1. to 1. The reason for the high odds is very simple. She's never run on grass in 14 races. However, Fouette's bred to love the grass as a daughter of Nyquist out of an unbridled song mare who has produced a turf sprint winner. Fouette has run first, second, or third in 7 of 12 through January of this year, took four months off, returned in May in, in the care of Linda Rice for the first time, blew the doors off a field, of seven at the second allowance condition with a 103 Echo Base speed figure, which absolutely fits here because Robin Sparkles earned a 103 figure winning the caress. Change of Control earned a 103 figure winning the stakes at Colonial last month. And that's why Fouette can run just as well as those, but at much higher odds. She ran in a dirt sprint August 7, finished fifth, but was placed fourth after being bumped hard early in the race and rushing into contention. The Barnes number one jockey, Jose Lascano, gets on, and Fouette can win from off the pace as well as on the lead. The latter the key here because Robin, Sparkles, Sarah Harper, and Caravel are all need the lead types. Can't escape each other early. Looks like they'll go way too fast. As such, Fouette just needs to pass a few horses late after racing mid-pack to be part of the executive for a nice profit. Fouette, the win bet, 5-1 or more in the smart and fancy race nine at Saratoga, 5-0-2 Eastern. Instead of a place bet, I like it exactly even just for a dollar of all over Fouette. It's going to pay a lot more than a place bet. And we'll play some doubles here. Race 10 is the Alabama Stakes. Ness just crushed the field in the CC Oaks by 12. She's going to be the prohibitive favorite. Great race to watch, not to bet. But there might be some value in doubles, particularly if Fouette wins. So some very simple doubles in race 9. Change of control, Fouette. Too sexy, Miss J. McCain, illegal smile. Change of control, Fouette. Too sexy, Miss J. McCain, illegal smile. And race 10, just Nest. Closing out this week's Key Races and Bets podcast with a very interesting race at FanDuel Racing, which is Fairmount Park, just east of St. Louis. It's the St. Louis Derby. They brought this back a couple of years ago. Race 6 at FanDuel Racing, post 10.50 Eastern, 9.50 Central. Race 6 at FanDuel, 9.50 Central, 10.50 Eastern, of course, 7.50 Pacific. This race has a $250,000 purse. Drew a pretty strong field of nine, including horses from Asmussen, McPeak, Ravelli, Dallas Stewart. That being said, war campaign from the competent Phil Sims Bard is the best play in the race. He comes out of a highly rated allowance at nine furlongs last month at Churchill, cutting back a 16th. War campaign bobbled in the race to get away 10th, was more than 20 lengths back after a half mile. The pace was sizzling. That didn't hurt his chances. He rallied from 8th, 15 back on the turn, beaten one length at the end. He's improved his Echo Basis speed figures in every start since his debut. This is his third start. 
He won a route at the mile of 16th in his second start, also at Churchill, rallying from 7th of 9. He's put in two superb works at Keeneland since the race, and he's got a bright future on dirt or turf as the son of Declaration of War out of the mare, which produced a horse named Flash of Mischief, who earned 536000 to date, 7 for 19, including winning last year's St. Louis Derby. The same connection as shipping a horse in to win this race two years in a row by the same dam. Brigadier General is the one which finished a length ahead of War Campaign that allowance race last month. Like War Campaign, broke his maiden to mile 16 shortly before that. He earned a 98 figure for the win, 97 last out. They're very strong for this field. He's got tactical speed and a good post should be in the top three from start and have no traffic trouble in the lane. Chileno ran on from 8th to 3rd in the Iowa Derby like the other two won in a mile and 16th prior to that. He continues to improve. He's the son of Red Hot Sire Gunrunner. He's in the Asmussen Barn. There's no knocks. The race was a key race. He finished 3rd. The f- winner, the 2nd horse, and the 4th horse all came back to win out of that race. It bodes very well for Chileno. Rattle and Roll opens a 5-2 to two favorite, judging by the fact he's going to post a 4-5, to 8-5, to and 9-5 to five in 3 of his last Four races, he's going to be lower odds near post time. He's not a good win bet at those odds, but he is a contender if he can repeat his American Derby effort on July 2nd, which was one before last, where he won by a couple lengths with a one-on-one figure, which was a career best. Prior to that, he went winless in five races following his British Futurity win last October. So there's no guarantee he's going to fire. But considering the other three contenders have one on odds of 8-1 to one to 12-1, to one, we can use rattle and roll on exact tickets for sure. In the St. Louis Derby, race 6 at FanDuel, formerly Fairmount, 10.50 Eastern, 9.50 Central, 7.50 Pacific. War Campaign and Brigadier General could both be better 3 to 1 more. I'll also consider Chileno at 4 to 1, but I think I'm going to end up on just the top 2. And in this race, if they go to post anywhere near their decent odds of 8 to 1, when betting on two or more horses to win, particularly at high odds like this, we should always try to dutch the bet, which means to prorate the total bets and the total amount we wager among two horses based on the odds. It gives us a mathematical edge. And Amwager.com has a free and easy-to-use dutching tool where you can set the amount you want to bet or the amount you want to win, and the math is done for you. And that's just one of many great perks and features for the better at Amwager.com. Work campaign and Brigadier General, again, 3 to 1 or more, bet them both. Exacta box is very simple. Brigadier General, rattle and roll, Chileno and War Campaign. Just box four horses because they're 8 to 1, 8 to 1, 12 to 1, and the favorites. So, no matter what, there's good value there. I want to thank you for listening to this week's Key Races and Bets podcast. For the written version of the blog, go to amwager.com. It's free. Click on How to Bet in All Stars blog. If you're not a member, sign up. You'll be happy you did. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.